black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Hey friends, welcome back. This is Megan Jeanette. The damn Texans. This is Gregory uh, K. <laughs> I really wish one day we could just have a normal intro. I wish we could, but it's just like something always bad happening. <laughs> what bad thing happened this time? Oh God. Well, as you guys know, those people that just love to just say bad things about Houston, the Texans have lost their third straight game starting the season 0-3. And that's why my attitude is very negative right now. But there was hope. The Cowboys lost as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling really happy right now. And our my teams, Texans first, Saints mm -hmm. second, and yeah. Seattle third. And Seattle. hers mm -hmm. is kind of switched, but all three in that, in that order. Yeah, we have the same top three teams. Yeah. And... One of our top three teams beat the Cowboys. Ooh, go Seahawks. Go Seahawks. <laughs> Russell Wilson put a five touchdowns. Love Russell. Yeah. So, you know, MVP season, basically. Yes. But, yeah. So, my day started off very shitty, but it turned around. Had a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's smiling right now, so that's good. Yeah. I mean. I guess. It is. <laughs> it is definitely. Whenever the Texans don't win, guys, it's just. He's not happy. He gets into this mood. Granted, like, okay, I, whenever the Saints lose, I'll feel sad or just, like, annoyed, but I don't, yeah, my emotions over. don't change. I don't feel like I can't talk to people or I don't want to talk to me, but Greg. I need, like, two hours. He will be, I don't want to watch <laughs> more football. I don't want to watch. <laughs> or he'll be mad or he doesn't want to go somewhere. And I'm sitting here like, bro, you couldn't do anything about it. So it's just, I just, I don't know. Fire Bill O'Brien. That's just how I feel. But I'm just, because the reason. You guys should fire him. Because the reason why I get like that, and this is me. When you grow up being teased your life, and that's, this goes back to me being in my nerd days. When you grow up being teased, you get kind of used to it. But now that I haven't, I haven't been teased in a long time. And even if I have, I've not cared. So when you put your all in all. In this one team that's supposed to just win everything for you. And as we speak, the Saints score a touchdown. <laughs> um, it sucks when people kind of go off on you and be like, oh, the Texans, same old Texans. They just suck. They just. So I got to hear it at work tomorrow. But the bright side is Cowboys fans can't say shit to me tomorrow. So <laughs> I feel great anyways. <laughs> Man. Well, well, I mean, I get that. I get that. But yeah. it's just like. I don't know. I feel like the Saints haven't, we haven't always been good or even just, it's always been, uh, yeah. anyway, you, when I tell people like I'm a Saints fan, they're, they're kind of just, they say, oh, okay, well, well that's nice. It's not like, yeah. a you know, the so America's like, team or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is just, which uh, that's just ass backwards that <laughs> because Cowboys be suck. Should but then no you say like you're the their fan, people think that's something special. That's just like it Give makes a damn. no sense. <laughs> Literally makes no sense. Well, I mean, it was because y'all were just like bad for years. Yeah. And then once like that one when Drew Brees came on in those first couple years, and then yeah. when y'all went to Super Bowl, it was like yep. 
Okay. Anything in between then and now, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, it happens. Or, oh, they were supposed to win. But it's like for us, every year it's, all right, let's see what y'all got this year. Let's see this garbage you're going. But y'all are still a, a pretty, like, considerably new team. Still, people don't care. <laughs> people don't care. And especially, like, with the with the guy that we have as coach who's expected. Who coached before Bill O'Brien? Before Bill O'Brien, it was Gary Kubiak. And I'm not going to lie. Gary Kubiak went to Denver. And I think he was – no, yeah, he went to Denver and won a Super Bowl with Denver. Mm. So that really wasn't even Kubiak's fault that we were fucking up. We just didn't have good players at the time. Yeah. Bill O'Brien comes in. I mean, his subpar performances with quarterbacks, you know, it's just like, eh. But whatever. We're supposed to have, like, this, this you know, great team right now. We just don't look good. Mm. It just does not look good. And I'm, I'm a fan. I'm, I will never give up. I'm, I'm not, I mean, yeah, because you're fan. a real fan. Yeah, we're Saints real fan. fans. Saints we don't fan, yeah. change with the season. Yeah, we might suck sometimes, but I mean, oh, yeah. still gonna be a fan. <laughs> now, I'm not, but I, I, I will say this I have a friend who's a Detroit Lions fan. Oh, wow. That is that is worse than being a Texas fan, but <laughs> I never talk, talk smack about it. I'm like, bro, you know what? We're the realest people in the world. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, because I can lose by 50. <laughs> And I'm gonna wear that jersey <laughs> <laughs> the next week. Like I ain't never just seen us lose last week. So yeah, yeah. I'm naive. I'll be back next week cheering like we ain't. But lose I feel three like games. we're not even smack talkers. I mean, before we don't. like we I don't. don't people always try to get me into my like talking smack. I'm like, mm-hmm. like this past weekend, um, one of our friends came in. She's like, "Oh, your team's gonna lose this weekend." You be like, and trying right. to enter in a conversation about talking smack. I'm sitting there, okay. Yeah. I don't like. <laughs> What do you want me to say? I have nothing to do with that. All right, they they do or they don't. Like, what's gonna happen? So. It's like even like if we like okay, remember that year we beat the Cowboys. Yeah, everybody thought I was coming to work and coming to school because I was working and going to school at the same time. Everybody thought I was coming in like guns blazing. I just walked in like it was a we, we, it was a lucky win. We won one by three points. I mean, hey. yeah. Everybody's like, oh, here come Greg. He about to talk smack. I'm like, no. I'm, I let y'all do that. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> Whenever do that. they win, they want to talk all the smack and stuff. But then if it's like they lose, they want to sit there. Everyone, they're gonna have a bad day. Don't want to be seen. Calling for work. What? It's just like, for real? <laughs> like they hiding out. And I'm sitting. There, anybody looking for you? I'm not about to come sit there and brag to you. I don't care. Like so, I'm proud. I can be proud of myself. But like you guys win, and you just want to come and blast everybody just like oh we on top of the world we going to the super bowl it's like okay oh, chill man. out like your classmate last night was because she's a chiefs fan and it was just like that's re- what i was talking about he was like ready now. for me i was like i'm you're and we good. just sat there like all right, I was like, all right. <laughs> cool <laughs> let's pa- move on past that uh bottle over there yeah <laughs> i don't so. care about what you're talking about but anyways it's all good football season is fairly new yeah. So it's a lot more. And it's weird. I feel like I feel like they're playing differently because of how everything's gone this yeah, year. There's no fans in the stands. Yeah, I just think that's just like an odd thing. Even just like looking at it, it just seems like everyone seems more sluggish than like mm-hmm. usual or like deconditioned. So I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they were still training and stuff, but just like the level of them maybe wants to be together was not the same as yeah. far as like what it would have been in a, if it was a normal season in a normal world. And, and here's a here's a train of thought. We don't all get COVID tested all the time like that. Like we we get our 
screenings at work and those people that just want to go get tested they go get tested these athletes have to get tested every day so they got to get something stuck in their nose every day yeah it's so i can just imagine you getting ready to play oh yeah you hitting your helmet all excited and like hey hey come get this uh this nostril Swab. Swab real quick. And that could just take you all out. Like, oh, I don't want to play no more. <laughs> I feel like I got to sneeze the whole day. But it's whatever. It's all cool. So anyways, I want to get into our second, you know, really quick topic. Uh, Orlando Brown. From That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know he was on drugs for the past couple of years. He was an addiction. Um and recently, it's been a lot of positive news. You know, he went to a church a couple weeks ago, and he gave a speech. And a lot of people thought he was losing his mind up there. But once you kind of listen to it, he was just telling jokes. But he was saying how he's happy that he's, you know, doing better, that people have been talking to him, that he actually has friends mm-hmm. that actually pull him to the side and say, nah, man, that's not right. And his life is going in a better direction. And one thing about addiction, you know somebody's doing good when they put on that happy weight. Orlando Brown usually is kind of a slim, maybe kind of middle. The guy slim, from Dassault kind of, Raven? No, he was friends? slim growing up. Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. But he's played on Dassault Raven. Major pa- no, I'm saying he was slim. Oh. Then between slim and, you know, kind of a, you know, thick guy. But okay. when he got on drugs, he got small again. And now he's like, he, he looks like a pastor. <laughs> he kind of wow. heavy, but you know, and a lot of people, they see him at the church. They, they ask him for advice and they talk to him. So I'm like, I'm, I'm happy to see that he's going into the right direction. This is a church in LA. Uh, I think it's a church in LA. I'm, I'm not sure. I have to mm-hmm. do a little more research, but I'm just glad to see he's doing fine. As, I didn't, I didn't know that he was like on drugs and nah, stuff. He was doing that. horrible. It was a lot of, like, I know you don't pay You don't really go deep deep in the social media but around that time when he was i think we had just started dating when all this was surfacing up so this was like 2017 2018 this dude was out he was doing interviews where he was just doing stupid stuff he made like a couple music videos and you could just tell he was just on drugs oh he was just like and he recorded himself on social media it was horrible Oh yeah, I didn't see any. Oh, of that. it was bad. I, I I'm gonna show you some of the videos. It was it was not good. It's interesting how lots of childhood actors turn to drugs at some point in time, except the Tia and Tamara twins. They they didn't, but they also had very good home training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they people was like, no yeah, their shit mom is black, so <laughs> she, she she was not playing with them. So, but, but it's also that crowd you hang around too. Like, yeah, some people aren't gonna say what you're doing right or wrong. Like, of course, MC Hammer. I'm he wasn't on drugs, but when he became famous, he gave everybody cars and clothes and money. Mm-hmm. Now he was probably one of the most like in history. The one of the most broke people ever just lost everything. Dang. Yeah. So no. Sometimes it's the crowd you hang around. I believe he didn't have friends. Like when he was doing all that, you would see these people at the club with him. You would see these people in the background when he doing these this video. He's just talking smack about something. He going off. Mm-hmm. Who gave him authorization to do a music video? <laughs> it was horrible. It was bad. Yeah. So you don't. That, those are not your friends, bro. Mm-hmm. And he those said he not your friends. Not. So he's surrounding himself around some positive people. And uh, yeah. And he's in church. He's in church. <laughs> I'm just glad he's doing better because yeah. I, I actually did. I, I loved his acting growing up. Cause, I mean, he was a childhood actor. 
But so he, I just remember from that story. You said he was a major pain. He was in a couple. Oh, he was a little boy. The little boy, pain. yeah. He was oh, a he childhood was so actor. Like he was a, a little younger than Tia and Tamara when they first started. He yeah. was young. Uh, he was in Jamie Foxx show. I believe he was in Martin. I'm not. I can't remember. Oh. He was in a lot of shows growing oh, okay. up. Okay. Yeah, a lot of shows, a lot of movies. Uh, and I think he sung. Yeah, he sung a lot too. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm just glad he's doing well, better. Shout out to you, Orlando Brown. Keep moving forward, brother. We praying for you, man. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> y'all want to hear a funny story? I want to hear a funny story. What? What happened? So, for those that know, apparently, <laughs> what the there's a G spot for men. <laughs> I think I hope y'all know that. A lot of people don't know that. Well, I mean, people a lot. Of, I know common, common people. They don't know. Yeah, that. a lot of people that just don't educate themselves like on a daily basis, and which is not a bad thing. It's just I know like, that's not a rude. I guess like, that's like you just don't pay. Thing. Like you don't just go research randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, okay, but who? No. How do, you don't know. You know, there's G spot for men because you researched it randomly. No, like if you hear a conversation, it's like I never knew that. Just look at like we have Google, Google oh. scholars. Okay. I'm a Google scholar. I hear something, I go to Google. <laughs> so apparently the G spot for men is in the rectum, where a lot of us get our um what is it called? Prostate exam. Prostate exam. And uh yeah, so that is a G spot, but get apparently your prostate checked. <laughs> but apparently, uh there was a gentleman <laughs> in get this, in Florida. <laughs> Florida. Okay. Anytime I hear anything about Florida, I always think of Charlemagne the God's voice on Breakfast Club. And he always, when he does his donkey of the day, he's always just, he always says, All right, so it's from Florida. And you know, Florida has some of the craziest people in the world. And they all <laughs> live in Florida. They all live in Florida. Yes. The most insane people. So there was a 56 year old man named Milo Johansson. So first of all, Joe Hanson, I just bust out laugh because all I thought about was Boondocks. Oh, I know Chris Hanson, but I call you Chris Handsome. Uh, you oh, that? I remember that episode. Yeah, that's I when they said that when I looked at that, I just bust out laughing. But um, he went to the doctor's office to get you know his prostate exam, and this doctor whose name is Doctor Smith, uh, Doctor Harold Smith Jr., um, you know, was doing the examination, and apparently. I don't know if he knew what a prostate exam really was. <laughs> I don't think so. Or he may have just said, all right, he's just going to look at my butt. But <laughs> while Dr. Smith was actually in the middle of the exam, <laughs> apparently Mr. Johansson um, had an orgasm in the middle of an exam. Yes. Like literally he, 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 so he, like nutted. he nutted on himself. He, he literally nutted himself. Oh, and just <laughs> you don't know if he said uh <laughs> that's all I can think of. he goes uh <laughs> oh my goodness but the funny thing apart the funny thing before we go deeper in the story is the fact that he turns around and tells Dr. Smith hey man say no homo <laughs> Say no home. This is an old white man, so, Doctor Harold Smith. He was like, I don't understand. <laughs> that's that's the funny part. Like, not, it's not even the part about him not knowing himself. It's the part of know. say say no homo. 
What, yeah. what does that even mean? And then it's so weird that Milo says that because he's 56. 56. He's a fixed 56 year old man. Because normally when you get your prostate exam, you're like in your late 40s, early 50s when right. they start wanting to check that and stuff. Exactly. And so a 56 year old man turn around and tells the doctor, say no homo after he just nutted. Right. Because the doctor had found his G spot. Oh my God. By checking his prostate. I just feel like once you hit like that certain age, as long as your health is good, none of that should really matter. Exactly. Stop. But obviously it shows that like this man had never gone to the doctor before. No, nobody just ever educated him on what a prostate is. Because first of all, he's supposed to have it at 40. 40 okay. is when he's supposed to so he, okay. Yeah, 40 is the is the year where you're supposed to get it. And he's 56, so apparently he didn't have knowledge of it. Okay. So that's not the moral of that story. The story goes deeper. So apparently we don't know if he either went to his car or already had it on him, but Milo turns around and shoots the doctor twice in the chest. Shoots him because he didn't say no homo and plus he uh, on himself. Shoots him with a gun. Shoots him with a gun. Let's let me let me say it's not allegedly he shot him. Yeah, twice in the chest. So he Crazy. shot him and then he fled Florida and nobody knows where he is. But we will say this. Dr. Smith is okay. Yeah. He's doing well. So the reason why we can laugh because Yeah, like we wouldn't have laughed at this. If yeah, if Dr. Smith would have passed away from this um you know, not only is stupid he, act, but Yeah. Not only is he doing well, he's not in intensive care. He recovered. His recovery was pretty quick. He said he was out for at least a month or two. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Well, he's out. I mean, because this this just happened in September. Mm-hmm. This early no, this happened in August. But they Every they've updated three or four times saying that they've continued to find him. They can't find him. This anyway. happened in August. This happened in August. But why are people just now talking about this? Well, Doctor Smith didn't really want to talk about it. At first. Oh. He was recovering. Oh, okay, yeah, that has, makes sense. He took a month off, and then sense. once he got better, he told the entire story. Yeah. And here's the even messed. I I I don't know if he's on. Excuse me. I don't know if this man's on drugs or what. But apparently, he told his 29 year old girlfriend. He called her. She said when she picked up the phone, she saw his his number and like saw his name, picked up the phone, said hello, and he said, Hasta la vista, baby. Hung up the phone. <laughs> and his phone just keeps going to voicemail or it's just turned off now and he's gone. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if this is a comedy bit. I don't know if he owns I don't know what's going on. But it's Florida. I know. That's this that's just crazy though. Like that's I, scary. I cannot imagine even just what was going through dr smith's head whenever he just pulls out a gun and shoots him because he says and then because the girlfriend then they said the girlfriend also said that she knows that he the the boyfriend so milo Mm -hmm. that he didn't like homosexuals yeah he didn't like like homosexuals and which makes absolutely no sense (laughs) at this point this makes no sense this whole situation but it's like you are in the physician's office to get an exam and i can only imagine like normally with that type of stuff i don't mm. i know like when new age um physicians they're taught this like you're supposed to explain procedures but a procedure like that i feel like dr harold smith would have explained to him this is what i'm going to do i have to put my fingers up your rectum right so i can touch your prostate and check like i feel like he this conversation had to be had before this happened i don't think that i cannot imagine that dr smith's just sticking his hands up this butt like i don't know without without any like cause of like 
Bro. Like, but, I, but, but I'm saying, like, in my head, the only thing that I can think of is he thought, okay, he's going to look at my butt and he's going to... Like, he probably explained it to him, but I don't think he knew that that G-spot was there. So if y'all never knew that, uh, every... Well, now I ain't going to say every man, but apparently a good great percentage of men mm-hmm. our g-spot is literally right there in our rectum it's mm-hmm. in our butt so when you go and they and this i looked up i don't know the statistic but that is very normal for that to happen yeah. during your prostate exam a yeah. lot of men have stated that that is an actual normal thing that when a doctor has checked it now, I mean, these men are anonymous though yeah. <laughs> they don't want to say their names but apparently when when the doctors check their prostate they have you know nothing on them so they've hit an yeah. orgasm you know some some men actually like that yeah so i mean hey. but it's just like with this guy he he felt like it's like he felt like he was he was gay yeah he felt like this is like he did this on purpose yeah because like and just i feel like he's embarrassed that he had nutted and then i don't i don't know Ooh, i can't that's <laughs> funny as hell i cannot it just doesn't make any sense like yeah. what this is crazy and he's a mechanic and he has an assistant uh they didn't say the guy's name they didn't say the guy's age i guess he didn't want to be you know he want to stay anonymous in his mid-20s they said they know like milo is extremely homophobic like he's one of those people like if you bump him a certain way he turns around and say hey man say no homo why this 56 year old man grow up <laughs> What? Bro. I just I don't know. But then thinking that he is fifty six, he's of an older he's generation. Of, yeah, he yeah. And so he might be very cautious about the whole no homo. Okay, the fact that if it's I cannot no homo fifty six really? year old man saying no homo. I, I didn't know people even said that. No, I mean people got that from I got it from the Boondocks when I used to hear it on the Boondocks. Well, yeah, a lot. but I'm saying like that was, yeah. that's old. Like so we don't say saying. it anymore. Now who cares? But I'm. It's just weird. It's like. This is a procedure to make sure you don't have like cancer. Yeah. There's no problems going on with you. Like this is to help you so you can last another 56 years, you know, just saying. Why why is it that much of a problem? He just found and then there's a white is a white doctor literally just like, excuse me? Yeah. What is no homo? Oh my god. That that that's... whole the whole encounter that I'm imagining in my head, I cannot. Oh, I got the I got that whole video in my head right now. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Hey, 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 say no homo, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that does go into male masculinity. Like, mm-hmm. why do men feel like they just have to be big and strong when when that comes on? And I mean, I'm a man, but you know me. I'm that type of person. You know my soft side. You know that that I have mm-hmm. a, a soft side, a tender side. I have that. You know, I have soft spots in my heart. Yeah. Why do I? Why do men feel like they have to be hard all the time? Like I'm asking you, why do you feel like men think they have to be hard? Some men have to be hard like all the time, like 24 seven. I feel like that's a loaded question with a like a answer that has to have all sides to it because I feel old Megan before I actually woke up to the world and things that I was taught I realized that were wrong. I would have been. I would think of being a man as one thing like man just means mm-hmm. you have a penis and girl yes girl i am a man yeah like that but <laughs> it's just these days now it's just it doesn't i don't know 
It just means more than that. So, I mean, I can, I'll just keep it simple and speak to like that point of just, okay, we're just talking about a heterosexual male. Right. Okay. So, just a heterosexual male. Right. And likes women. I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A heterosexual male that likes women. Right. Um, and so what was your question? <laughs> like what hell, I forgot my question. <laughs> I think you said something about what what makes men want to feel like they're hard. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think okay, I think with that, okay, I can talk about this for black men. Okay. Because I feel like it goes it boils down everything boils down to slavery. Yeah. But I really feel like that's where this whole ideal of a man is supposed to act a certain way and like take care of his wife, his house and mm. be all these, like the strong support of the family because in slavery days, like the breaking down the family was the main thing that uh, slave traders and like slave owners did. Cause that's how they knew they would keep um, the black man weak. Right. And that's how they could control them. So that's why you would always see this like families be broken apart and a man be split from his wife because we they knew that there was actually with black unity, black love and their strength in that. And so if you break down that foundation, then like the man is weak without having his family around or who he supports. Right. And so I think like it comes from that sort of like foundational idea that that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. But then like as time has gone on to now, um, I feel like black men always feel like they need to measure up to ideals of whiteness. Right. Which is like all black, white, I mean, black people, I feel like have not anymore. I don't care. But like, I think right. before then, that's like what it's always been, just like measuring up to the white man and what he can do and, and stuff and like how, how to get past just being, you know, we're the underprivileged minorities. And I feel like men today just they feel like they need to like they they can't cry and that's one thing i just never really liked um and i know this like one of my um i'm a cry baby baby. (laughs) yeah but it's just like lots of say like little boys growing up they're told um don't cry about that you need to cry be a man don't cry that's number one i think that's so that's so bad and i'm just like i don't i don't like that because i feel like you're trying to make someone who Crying is human. So now you're trying to make someone who is emotion. a human tell them that it's not okay for you to have this emotion. So right. there, now you're breaking down their their mindset about how they feel. So now they feel like they can't have feelings and they feel like if they do cry, then they're being weak. And like, that's the message that you're telling someone. So it starts as a child, that's you know? Whack. And so it's just like in that, and I feel like that is what boils down into like how the men grow up. They grew up broken not knowing how to feel emotions because their whole life been told like you shouldn't act like this you shouldn't do that um don't talk like that don't put your hand like that uh and just all these different things that really make them that people back in the day thought was demasculinizing them but really this you're just human right and like and my thing is now i'm just thinking about how whenever we talk about like say like men sometimes people are like oh like that guy has like feminine qualities and stuff, but it's just like, it doesn't, but the thing is like, yeah, duh, because in order to make a male, you have to have an X and a Y chromosome. Let me, uh, let me tell you something. I went to school with a guy who was gay and he like freshman year, I walked on campus, he was gay, but I was one of those guys like, all right, cool. We, we, we cool. We one of those, but we had like three classes. 
when I tell you I saw him fight a dude who's like, it looked like he could have been in a gang and beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, we say don't act like this because you're less of a man, but you're a man altogether still. Yeah. When I seen this dude and I seen him whoop this dude's ass and I seen him like, because he got suspended. We came to school like the the next week. I was like, hey, if I get into a fight, I'm going to make sure I call you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even call my homeboys. I call you. Because it's just like you still a man. You telling somebody don't hold. Like, understandably, there are there are some things that you, you teach young men to do and not to be. But Like what? Like, okay, tell them. Don't put your hand on your hip. I feel like that's a two-way argument. Some like when we're like, okay, when I was playing Pop Warner football, you know how they tell you don't bend over, don't, you know, do this because you get more wind if you stand up this way. Mm-hmm. My thing when I played football, I did like I put I balled my fist up and I'd put my hand on my hip because I was tired. But that was my way of flexing my like, you know, that was a way of flexing my arms, flexing my chest, and I'm standing up. At least I'm not bending over. And my coach was like, put your hand off your hip. Why? Wait, I'm was not... he saying that? No, he was saying it because he wasn't saying it because of like football related thing. He was saying it. Eh, don't put your hand on him. That that ain't right. I'm just. I just what? I just got my hands on my hip. I'm oh like, God. I'm not. That's what I'm talking. I'm about. not talking a certain way. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here trying to breathe. Yeah. Got my hands on my hip. Then when I got older, I, I every time I no don't put your hands on your hip, Greg. Put your hands over your head and breathe it. But then once wow. I was like, who cares? Yeah. If I know, okay, whether I liked women mm-hmm. or whether I like men, mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter if I if I'm just trying to breathe. Yeah. You have hips. Yeah, I have hips. You can put your this hands is, on your hips. This is my like, body. This is my body. Can, <laughs> it's okay if you put your hand on your hips. It's like it's it's fine. It's not. It doesn't just because someone has a man has their hand on their hips doesn't mean that he likes a certain type of person. It doesn't mean he likes men. He likes women. It just means. He has his hands on the hips. <laughs> like, that's all it means. But just like society's made these things, they like society puts us in boxes. So they puts us in like, okay, this is what women do. That's what men do. So if the man is doing what the woman's doing, then oh, he must be gay. The woman's doing what the man is doing. Oh, then she must be listening. It's just like all these different things that I feel like humans have tried to like compartmentalize what society is and just put place people in these different categories is really just ruined us. It's fake. And it's, I don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous. I just, I just, I don't know. But I mean, what is masculinity to you as a man? Masculinity to me is just, is just like, you know, somebody tried to ask me, is that like a long time ago, somebody asked me, is that like just a male trait or is that like a human trait? I said that mostly traits back to just a male trait, but it's just basically your way of showing how much of a man you are, just masculine, you know, you're masculine, muscular. I got hair on my face. Girl, I'm a big, strong man that just brings brings money home and I bring the bacon home and I lift heavy things and my wife ain't got to pick up nothing. Wait, this I got is it. what it means to you? Or are you explaining what masculinity means? What it, oh, I was explaining what it what it meant, period. But Oh, okay. Me, I was sitting thinking like, this is what you think. Like, <laughs> no, masculinity to me is just... Like my definition for myself is just being a man, being who, what does that mean? Being just being who I am. As long as I'm just going through society, doing the right thing, okay. you know, if I'm taking care of my business, um, if whatever role I have in our life, you know, mm-hmm. us being in this relationship or whatever role I have in my family's life. And if, as long as I take that role 
you know, seriously and, and do it 100%. I feel like I'm, that's my masculinity. You know, whether it's going, like if my grandma called me and said, hey, can you cut, cut my grass? I mm-hmm. go over there and do that. That's masculine for me. If I come home and you say, hey, babe, something's wrong with, something's wrong with this electronic device, even though, psh, shit, you being fixed it by the time I got home. Because <laughs> you don't play. You can get on. That, so that would be masculine for me. Yeah, it's masculine. Like, So you feel like women... I can't. I have masculine quality. Masculine quality. I feel qualities. like women have that. Some women have that. I think everyone does. Yeah. Because I'm just like, no. You have so, feminine but qualities. some women sit back and just let it happen. They just sit back and they're like, I ain't got to do it because the man gonna take care of it. But there's a wait. A, what? No, that's not what I was saying. No, I get what you're saying, but I'm you're saying like, but everybody has male has masculinity. Like like I have feminine. Like qualities, a lot of men have oh, okay, feminine yes, qualities. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying some women we always we all have both. Yeah, we all have both. Because we come from both. I I want to get my nails done. I like getting my nails and feet done. You've never had your nails done, like polished? Oh no 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 done. You're just talking about going. Yeah, so you're just talking about going to the nail salon, not yeah. actually getting nail polish. Nah, yeah, just going there and just going and getting the pedicure. No. Cause male, cause hygiene is everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's like think about it like this. I don't, I don't work a job where there's dirt and grime under my nails. But yeah. I congratulate those men that work jobs that have dirt, grime, and all that under their nails. The construction sites, and then they go get their their nails and feet done because they got to come home to a lady. Yeah, they have to come home to their children. So I say this. Think about it with the male masculine, the, just being masculine like myself. Ladies, sister, the ones that's listening to this right now, sis, you got a man right now? Check his nails. Please check his nails. If you sexually active with this man, yeah. check his nails. Because you got to think about it. If he ain't going to get, if he ain't cleaning his nails or going to get his nails like cleaned or cut, whatever, and he sticks his finger in your vagina, <laughs> come on now. That leads to everything. That's yeah. that's just nasty. No, so, definitely. A lot of a lot of y'all wonder, you know, why I yeah. got yeah, why I got mean, yeast you, infection, all this shit. Yeah, I think about it. Just like he someone has dirt underneath their fingernails and then they put their finger in your vaginal canal and then dirt spec- <laughs> spectacles just, are left in there and now there's something growing and you're having a yeast infection, you're wondering why. But you were too busy being upset about this, your man going to get his nails done um, and clean and all that. Exactly. Or you weren't concerned about it at all. So even do to listen to this, clean your nails. Please just clean them. You ain't got to go to the salon. You can literally, they saw those little toothpick things. You can literally grab the toothpick after you leave work and just take that little dirt from underneath your nails. Don't walk around wrong. with that under your nails, There's nothing y'all. wrong with you. That, that. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay to be clean. That's one of my probably biggest soft spots is like, you know, how men go to the barbershop. I like going to the barbershop, but hell, I like going to the barbershop just as much as I like going to get my, my feet done. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at my feet. I don't have ugly feet. I, I'm very proud. Yeah. No, he actually has very yeah. nice feet and fingernails but, and stuff. Yeah. You know, I let my feet breathe. I walk out with sandals. I put my shoes on. Oh, yeah. He is me. 
I'm, oh, I'm a sandal Number man. one for the wearing the flip flops. Oh, I'm a sandal. <laughs> this for white people. I'm a sandal man. <laughs> I'll walk around Kroger, Target, Walmart, sandals. The Galleria. The Galleria. The mall. All out. Barbershop. I'll go to. Man, if I can go to a family function and just wear flip flops, like if I when we have Sunday dinner at my grandma's yeah. house, flip flops. Greg and his flip flops. I don't even care. He's so ready no to socks. be a dad. No yeah, socks. No socks. Not and we're talking about like Nike slides, not not the thong slip flip flops. But I feel like if he got some of those, he'd rock those as well. Oh yeah, but full, full throttle. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It's just y'all. We we need to allow men to feel emotions, to groom themselves, and just be who they want to be. Yeah. Um, especially us as black women, like we don't need to tear down men that are interested in taking care of themselves like, that's toxic man mm-hmm. yeah and so and like what so how would you define toxic masculinity toxic masculinity is when you basically tell yourself or others tell you what you should and shouldn't do like they're they're guiding you mm-hmm. they're not letting you decide for yourself they're telling you what you, what you should and shouldn't do and then you're also you're toxic towards yourself like you're judging yourself like okay if I bend over, what's going to happen? Yeah. Nothing. Just tie your goddamn shoe. <laughs> if I do this, what's going to happen, bro? It's Nothing's going to happen. It, you're just you. Let people think what they want to think. Nobody is you, though. You're the mm-hmm. only person that lives in your skin. Yeah. No, right? definitely. Um. So the Good Men Project defines toxic male masculinity as a narrow and repressive description of manhood designating manhood as defined by violence sex status and aggression it's the cultural ideal of manliness where strength is everything while emotions are a weakness where sex and brutality are yardsticks by which men are measured (laughs) while supposedly (laughs) feminine traits which can range from emotional vulnerability to simply not being hypersexual are the means by which your status as a man can be taken away so this is pretty much saying like what we were kind of saying earlier, just how as far as teaching young boys that you shouldn't have emotions or you shouldn't be vulnerable. Um, you shouldn't be able to do this. This yeah, and that. just like you don't cry because you got to be strong. You're not gonna be hard if you do this. This status in this in these streets. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you have a certain status as a man that you should keep up and uphold, yeah. and don't be feminine. Shut meaning up. that, and like saying like being feminine means that you're emotional or you're. Or if you're not hypersexual as a man, then that's also seen as someone who's not being male-like. That makes sense. So, and it's crazy you say this. So think about it like this. I've heard many men say they don't moan when they're in the ba- in the bedroom. Like they oh, don't gosh. moan when they're having sex because they don't want their woman looking at them a certain way or whoever the girl is looking at oh, them gosh. a certain way. Because like, oh, if I moan, she'll be like, well, what was that? Why you have to sound like that? Bro, this is a physical emotion. When you get scratched or when you hurt yourself, don't you say ow or don't you scream? So if you feeling something that feels good, wouldn't you just, or when you're eating something, when you eat like, okay, drinking something, eating something, once you take that bite and it's great, you're just like, "Mm." (laughs) that's a moan. You loving what's going on. You drink that drink and you're like, oh, that was cold and good. That's a moan. Yeah, You're moaning. So why can't you do because you feel like somebody's going to judge you for that? Yeah, no, no definitely. Some I, people do, though. I, um, I have a friend, and we were all sitting in just her apartment one day. And she brings up 
hey, like, how would you guys feel if you were having sex with a guy and then all of a sudden he starts moaning? And we all just looked at her like, okay, isn't that what's supposed to happen if you're having sex? Like, I was sitting there looking so the confused. <laughs> and then she said, no, I mean, I don't want my man moaning and stuff. She's like, I don't want to be having sex. And he's talking about some, and I was just like, girl, are you kidding me? First of all, and, and that's that's what's so ridiculous, especially with us as black women that we really need to stop doing, is trying to make, they're just black women in the whole moaning things and just black women that's want whack. their men to be. That's whack a certain type of way it's just it's really ridiculous and we're the worst people about this just thinking that everything is apparently homosexual which doesn't make any sense i'm like okay if if your man moans first of all a sound cannot be said that this is what a woman sounds like it's what a man sounds like so why would you try to put a cap on how somebody is feeling sexually that should be the most freeing experience they should be having and they're having that with you so number one they're having sex with you number two obviously they're enjoying it Number three, if they're gonna moan, you're gonna think that oh, so he likes he likes men now because he started to moan. You thought the moan sounded like it was a woman's type of moan. It doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. I've heard so many women say stuff like that. Ken the man, Ken the man has a song called "He Be Like," where she says literally, "I like I got this nigga over here moaning." Ken the man, like her, that's her, that's a rap name. Ken the oh, man, it's a girl, it's a girl. Oh, okay, remember it's a ooh fuck ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like she's basically telling you. I got this man say, like moaning and screaming, <laughs> like on that shit. Like, yeah. oh my god, this this, ma'am, your vagina is very awesome. Do you mind if I moan? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like if I moan, please? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I gotta let this out because this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but seriously though, it's just I I just really don't like that, and I don't like how that's just put into kids. I mean, I know for us, we're going to do really good with raising our kids. Mm-hmm with just them being who they are and not trying to put on ideals of what society thinks they should be as far as um, their gender, which really doesn't, I mean, I mean that gender just refers to like means the terms masculine and feminine, but that's really like all it means. And then there's also things just like gender expression. That means like whatever you decide you want to express your gender as. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, a different way of life now, I think, compared to things back in the day. And I feel like we as millennials and just individuals growing up in this era, we understand that more. It's just that I just fear for kids that go through this right now and they have parents or things, people that don't allow them to just really like be like who they are, you know? But I don't know. Why are you laughing? Because I'm, I'm laughing because... I, you got to think about it also. I have a, um, if y'all don't know, I have, when I tell you I befriend people, I befriend you because I never want to be that person to, to shy away from friendship or shy away from somebody, you know, wanting to start a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. So I say this because I want to make sure everybody knows that my masculinity is, is where it is because I'm the nice person I am today. I know and have a lot of gay friends, which is no problem. Cause they're just friends. I shouldn't have to say gay friends. They're friends all all around. Yeah. But they like the different stories they would tell about how they came out or how they told their mom and dad. And the two that I really because they're the two people that I have talked to about it, and they kind of told me it, the story is kind of similar. That they told their mom because they grew up in this one parent household with just one per, with their mom, 
who is like this now all of a sudden, you know, she's a Christian going person. She goes goes to church and all that. Raised them in the church. Raised them, you know, to do man things and to take care of man stuff. But those stories went, both of them went different ways. One told his mom she was upset, but she, like a year went, went by and she learned to get over it. She was like, this is still my baby, still my boy. It doesn't matter what he likes. You, you, you live with me, whatever. She, and then crazy part about it is he's still a man. He a manly man. Like he, the whole time he was at his mom's house, when he was growing up, he took care of, he helped her take care of the bills. When he moved out, helped her do this, cuts a grass. He does everything that a man does because he's a man altogether. He's just a man. And then there's the other one who went that, you know, it, that story went south because as soon as his mom heard that, she just kicked him out. That's so sad. Just kicked him, like, just kicked him straight to the curb, kicked him out, and he just goes and visits his mom, but he's like, she just never accepted him for what it was. And that sucks, because that's toxic. Mm -hmm. Like, you're telling him, basically, because you're not a man, man, that I can't have you in my house. This is your child. This one is your child. This is a human being. It should not matter what that human being likes. And three, now you're basically, you don't like what he does. You're You're basically, first of all, you're homophobic. Well, so, yeah, yeah that's strong, like a strong, like you can't go into the real world if you can't even accept your own child. Mm -hmm. So it starts at home and it even starts off with just, you know, even if you have the father in your life, a lot of men, of course, you teach your son what it is to do things as a man. But why do you have to like throw red flags on a whole bunch of stuff? Now he has to walk around this world stiff as a board because he can't bend over he can't put his hand on his heel. He can't wear pink. You know how stupid it is? I heard people tell their children, I don't want my son wearing pink. Pink. I, which I get. Now all men wear pink. I anyway. love pink. It's exactly. Color. It's a color. Wait, okay. You, you've you never worn pink. What do I What do I have in the closet that's pink? Nothing. You exactly. said you love pink. That's why I'm like just pink. like, you don't. I've worn it growing up plenty of times. Like a lot of my dress shirts, like the uh, button up shirts were pink. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I had a nice tie to go with all it. Like my mom even told me, he's like, nothing wrong wearing pink. Pink is awesome. And all you right. gotta think about it too. Pink is not that great, but but I'm I saying mean... she the, the reason why she was trying to teach shut up. The reason why she was trying to teach me <laughs> because she wanted me to to not be afraid of stuff, stupid stuff like that. Yeah, it's just a color. Mm -hmm. Like then you gotta think about it. You know how popular pink is when you go to prom now? Yeah. Every autumn, no matter how straight that man is, mm -hmm. he's wearing pink now because pink is just popular when you go to prom. Yeah. I, it was like when we went to prom, 2012 uh, prom was when, like, I guess people started to exceed what it was to do at prom. When I went to prom, I was thinking like, oh, I'm just a trendsetter. I'm going to wear a pink tie and a pink vest with, uh, you know, all black. Uh, No, everybody wore pink at that bitch. Everybody had on it pink. It was every man, every dude that I went to school with, straight or gay, they had pink. I was like, well, <laughs> that's a hot color. Yeah, I was like, well, I ain't setting no trends. I definitely, <laughs> I don't like the color pink, but, yeah. but for different reasons. No, no. I just think it's not. <laughs> you just don't like the color. Yeah, it's I not just no. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, stop teaching your children or stop yeah. teaching other people that you can't do certain things. But then that also goes to yourself too. Stop telling yourself, I can't do this, I can't do that because it'll make me look fun it'll make me look funny. Or Yeah. This made me think about something. So how do you feel about gender reveal parties? I'm one of those people, I like old school. 
we talked about this. I want us to know our kids' gender, which is dangerous because what you buying and all that. I want our wait, wait. What did you say? It's dangerous because what you're buying. That is dangerous because you know we gotta what you buy, like what people bring you. People will bring stuff. But like, then I'm like, what have you just? But okay, so that leads into what I'm talking hold about. Hold on, I, you ain't even let me get it all out. Like okay. I want to old fashioned people. I want to know when that person. I want to know the gender of our baby when they're born. Mm-hmm. And I say it's dangerous because people will just buy this, 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 and that. But they'll they you know those people that are like itching to know what the gender is. We like we don't even know. We're waiting until the birth. Uh huh. And I like that because yeah. then you just buy things just that buy are gender toys. neutral. Just buy toys. Yeah, just buy toys. No, don't just buy toys. No, I'm saying what, what you just said, gender neutral. I'm saying buy. I'm saying buy because toys. Because people feel like just because it's a girl, you need to have. You gotta pink. have pink. If it's a boy, you can't have pink. It needs to be blue. I think that's so dumb because they're still just colors. They're just colors. So that's what I'm saying. Like I like the idea of not telling. People okay, and it's it's weird anyway. The gender party reveal parties are weird to me anyway. I hate them because first of all, it was cool at first, but people start doing stupid like yeah, it, it no, people going. are doing like really dumb things and like shooting guns in the air and stuff, and it's just gotten out of hand. But like it's just crazy to think about now that, and it's just another way to waste money. But to think about now, okay, I'm gonna invite all these people over to my house so I can reveal what my baby's genitalia is going to look like. That's another That's party. That's legitimately what it is. That's another party you got to throw. A whole bunch of money you got to you gotta buy bags for everybody. That I know. And people will be like, oh, they don't have kids. So they don't know. Like, no, nah, I just, I feel like, I okay, have... the first one. Oh, fuck if they say that. <laughs> well, I know some of my friends have had their gender reveal parties. But still just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not into. I think that it's literally just another way to waste money. <laughs> for absolutely no idea no no reason they and i just rather not they don't have kids so of course they'd say that all right yeah. i also have, don't have a million dollars but i know i'll be a millionaire one day <laughs> so who cares I, we don't want yeah. a gender reveal but we know we're like, gonna I have think kids i like the gender reveals i like are the simple ones where like i've seen people do like they'll cut a cake and but there's not like a cool. huge party they, they like did it virtually yeah they, they just, just cut a cake and like oh look at what this thing cool the cake is i think that's cute so like, like i can see after not the first one we said we're not gonna know what the um, gender is for the first one by me after that that's fine i wouldn't mind like oh let's just cut a cake but like me and you that y'all gonna grow up oh you ain't celebrate my gender <laughs> I know. You celebrate my why, sister, why, you didn't, why didn't you tell my gender? Nigga, because you was number one. <laughs> you special. I wanted you guys to throw a party for my genitalia. Well, nigga, how about this? We don't throw a party, a birthday party for you this year. Happy birthday. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I just thought about that. I'm just like, it's just... Uh, life, world, the world is weird. It is the world I have is all stupid. I can just say. Just, there's just so many like weird things now. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's whatever at that point. But I just feel like all in all, when it comes to masculinity, mm-hmm. it can start off at an early age. Cut it off. Don't be like that person. Cut just, it off. Like cut off that 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 righteous path of trying to tell your kids oh. like what they can't what tell young men basically what they can and can't do. Yeah. Like don't do that to them. Cause then they'll be growing going around confused. Then you have that it's like a lot of people that come out the closet they're they're just stupid because they grow up and they grow in this household where they have to hide it or they grow around these people that have to hide it then once they figure out oh shit that man looks sexy as hell why am i having these thoughts just 
go for it. Don't have to think like that. Don't let people dictate how you feel, your happiness. Yeah. You know what it is to be a man in your eyes. So yeah. what? I have I have feminine traits. I don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you do. I cry. <laughs> I, I was hate- to talk about you crying, but even sometimes. But I feel like also because you grew up with sisters. Oh that, yeah, 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 yeah. In which that's yeah. like another thing. Just yeah. fact, like if you grow up around lots of women sisters, like you naturally will just pick up things as a little boy of what your sisters do. So yeah, and they but and my sisters had range. They they never told me this is what you're supposed to do as a boy. This is what they were just like. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. You know, they'll they'll call if I'm emotional and I don't have when I didn't meet meet you before I met you. And um, I just call one of uh, one of my sisters. Be like, man, I ain't feeling it right now. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just not. I'm not in the right mindset right now. It's okay to be sad. Yeah. Like, Dang, bro, show your emotion. Like this is why a lot of these young men growing up, like with mental health issues and feeling like they they when they they're with their wives or their girlfriends or whatever, and they get a divorce because they don't talk to them. Yeah. They they feel like they just need to like go out in the world and go like. Like, go and figure it out on their yeah, own. Yeah, like I, I gotta do this by be myself. to share what's actually going on, right? Deep down inside. Um, but also, just with the mental health stuff, that's why lots of black men don't want to go to therapy, and they feel like therapy is for people that are weak, or I don't need to go to therapy. And it's just like it's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, you know, I am pro therapy. Go and talk to a psychologist um, because I think that it's very helpful to have somebody who is more trained to help you organize your thoughts. Yeah. That's literally all therapy is. It helps you organize your thoughts and helps you think through things that you might be thinking are like the worst things in the world, but you're able to open up there. And like, it is hard. Like a lot of times you have trauma, but it's, it's beneficial. So I'm all, all about that. I mean, when you first met me, I was, when I'd be upset, I wouldn't talk or I wouldn't because I was just getting out of that. Like mm-hmm. I came out of my depression. I came out of the fact that you need to talk about your feelings. You know, I was talking to people. I, you know, you went to actual therapist. I went to like a minister who like, you know, not specialized because, you know, ministers you can talk to. But he was one of those guys. He was a young. He was a young preacher. You could just talk to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not a therapist, but you can talk to me about stuff. Like I, I'd help you. I'd help guide your mind and where you need to go. Yeah. And we don't have we don't have to even talk about the Bible. You know, this is just young man and young man talking it's cool mm-hmm. you know he helped me figure out certain things you know when we met and i'd get upset about something or i'm mad at you i wouldn't say nothing i was coming out of that that was me still in that stage of getting better at okay i need to stop you know getting just being silent when she's trying to talk to me yeah so well yeah i'm proud of you for growing out of that thank you <laughs> thank you and mm. thank you for being exactly who you are all your emotions your vulnerability and getting my feet done yes getting taking my feet. care of yourself <laughs> and grooming yourself <laughs> and then cutting the grass on top of that it's all great yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so dose of positivity dose of positive. what are three good things going on in your life right now uh well we just came back from dallas yeah we went to go visit your family and i love oh my gosh i just love to our biggest fan, her <laughs> dad. <laughs> I, I love talking to your dad. I love it, you know, because mm-hmm. y'all, I mean, you be just like, uh. I'll be sending her like information. 
I need this. Let <laughs> me take my pen and paper. Let me take my yeah. He be yeah. Man. We talk about a guy who literally said he just came. He went from one city to the next and just looked in the newspaper. Said, "Ooh, a lot of jobs." <laughs> like I, that's motivation. Like he literally just said, "How many jobs can I apply to and get?" He didn't say which one should I go for. Yeah. He said. Let me see if I can go for all of them and get all of them. I love that. I love talking to your dad. It's awesome. Love your mom because we sit and talk about football all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, second dose of positivity because nothing real crazy. Just normal stuff. You know, I'm alive. But second Praise dose of positivity. Uh, your brother's birthday. Happy birthday to oh, my yeah. brother-in-law, uh, Peter. I said his name. <laughs> I think most people in here know. Who yeah, they know who he is. is. Never mind. It's cool. Happy birthday, Peter May. Um, enjoy yourself. Um, I hope you had a great birthday. Um, and my third dose, you know, uh, just we getting more into our health kick. Mm-hmm. Even though we've, if you guys follow our Muscle Millennial page, we kind of scarce on it. But it's because we've been trying to. She's been getting her school stuff together, and me, I've been getting my school stuff together as well. And us starting this podcast and starting to get it together, IG. Yeah. So you know we've been kind of neglecting. We've been neglecting our first child. Yeah. But I did say that starting on Monday was going to be our my extreme. Like, hey, we got to get back to it. I just got my supplements and everything that I've ordered. They came in early. I'm happy. Birthday special. So I got one of them for free. <laughs> so uh, everything starts on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So I'm You're happy. And I'm just happy that I love you. I love you too. Uh, that, that, that was kind of soft. <laughs> Put some masculinity on that. But um, <laughs> so for me, I am honestly just happy to have been able to hang out with my mom and dad this past weekend. Oh. I love my parents so much. And I feel like I don't, I don't feel bad, but I just need to say this, just get off my chest that Normally when I go to Dallas, I don't tell anyone that I'm there because when I go home, I go home to hang out with my parents. So and I I don't I do not go home to see other people. So it's just like I don't they're my parents are most important to me. And it's not that I don't care or love my friends or even like my line sisters that like to live in Dallas. I do, but I can only go home for a certain amount of time. Like we weren't even there that long. Yeah, it was a day. Yeah, pretty a, much just a day. Came in Friday night. Yeah, went to bed, woke up Saturday, Saturday. and then woke up <laughs> this Sunday morning and drove back. <laughs> yeah, we so done. it was not. It was not a long time. So during those times, I those I cherish that time with my family, and like I want to be around my mom and dad now. Also, I was so happy to see my little brother. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. Like that. That's my little king and. I'm just very proud of him and all that he's accomplished and oh, he yeah. just keeps going. He's so awesome. um number two, I am excited just about I don't know. I'm just excited about life, honestly. It's just we just have so many things we going on and going. try to juggling all of it is what's been the thing I'm just trying to get used to, like getting used mm-hmm. to residency, then also how Juggling the social media platforms. But you also got like a big accomplishment that just rolled over. But, you know, we going to, you got to follow our IGs to see it though. So. My big accomplishment. You do. You got a big accomplishment that you just, you just went through. Somebody did something for you. I I don't want to say, I don't want to say it on the podcast. 
I don't want to say it on the podcast. I want people to see our IGs and see when we when, when you post it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. whatever he's talking about, I'm excited about that too because I can't really she read can't lips, she so. can't read lips. So. I have no idea what he said. <laughs> yeah, but oh my gosh. um, yeah. And then I'm just very proud of you. Oh. Yeah, because you know you've been a trooper. <laughs> You've been a trooper all summer long and just getting your life together, helping me get mine together and really just being the best that you can be as far as like a partner, friend, lover, all things. I'm just, I'm just very proud of you and I'm thankful for you. So I don't know where I would be. And I just look at you like, I looked at you this past weekend. I'm just like, oh, I just love him. Like, he's just so great. Yeah. Oh, you so sweet. And you look so good with a hat on. It's just, I don't know. It's crazy how when I met you, you didn't wear hats. They didn't wear hats at all. You look so handsome with a hat on that it's it's insane. That's the, that's the Eddie Harris. My grandpa and my dad mm-hmm. wore <laughs> hats everywhere. But uh, also, it's cuddling weather, so get ready, y'all. Yay! Get y'all cuddle season! Cuddle season is here. This is also cupping season, so it is. I think it's draft. It's the draft time. It is draft. <laughs> One of my friends at work said, it is draft week, so got to uh, figure draft out. Draft <laughs> week for cupping season. Well, looks like I'm just, I'm on retirement, so I'm good, y'all. I'm done. <laughs> um, So real quick, Man Cave. Yes, it's almost here. Woo, Next episode is Man Cave. Man Cave is almost here. That's what I'm saying. Man Cave is almost here. Next October episode. 6th. Man, y'all get ready. It is my lone episode where I'm just going to dig into sports, man stuff, anything, everyday life, make y'all laugh, whatever. You know, so just get ready for that. Uh, lone segment. It'll try to bring some. We're, we're trying to get into the guest thing just not yet yeah not yet not it's not even really because of covid we we it is covid but we love what we're doing with each other so yeah. we, just, we got a vibe with other people before we bring them on <laughs> well, we're, we're close to it though we close yes but uh man case so if you'd like to be a guest let us know because yeah, or if you like, know some us let us know or people we should interview yeah, or you, know. you think it'd be great to talk with one of us and couples we love couples so let us know yeah oh funny story so you know how when I first met you and I I met your dad and your mom and I was like yeah when I met your dad I, of course I shook his hand mm-hmm. when I met your mom I was not trying to hug her I was just trying to be like oh hey she was like boy come over here give me a hug when I walked into the door on Friday which by the way I only seen your mom once because of COVID for your graduation mm-hmm. and I didn't even give her a hug it was because it was so much going on with your you know of course being a, you know I was gonna propose that day and everything. When I tell you, I walked in the door and I tried to give your mom a hug and she just laughed and stared at me, but kind of scooted to the side. Oh my God. I felt so, I was like, damn. But I was I like, know. I was like, I get it. I get it. So okay. Early- <laughs> yeah. But okay. I'm glad you brought that up. That was that funny. That is really. Ugh. That's not. That's it's, killing it's okay. me. It's okay. It's though. fine. But it just kills me that I cannot hug my parents. Yeah. You know how, because that, that's my way to show affection. So that, that kills me. No, I know. Not being able to hug them right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I understand, but whatever. You know. It's fine. Cool. It is what it is. So I've also heard that our numbers in Houston have been getting a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, not really. We need to get our flu shots. I already got mine. Um, you get them at work. We no, work they're not. Well, I'm an oh, outpatient now. They used oh. to come around, but now they said they're not doing that this year. So we have to go. I'll go. Can you go to Tuesday. like another facility that's in the? I'll go to like Walgreens or whatever. It's just like to get it done. 
But can't yeah. you get is is what it costs at Walgreens? I don't think so because I have insurance. Oh, okay, okay. Damn, you just throw the insurance figure. <laughs> but no, what? <laughs> I don't. No, nah, but um, no, nah, it's okay. Um, the yeah, the, co- the COVID numbers are getting a little better. Yeah. But you know, hey guys, brace yourself because the winter season is coming. We don't know what COVID does around the cold weather, so please, 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 please keep the same energy that we have now. Stuff has just started to open back up, which is okay, but let's still be kind of cautious. Yeah. I don't think there'll be a Black Friday this year, and I'm cool with it because I'm not. I don't even fuck with Black Friday like that. I don't either. I'm just gonna do virtual. Yeah, I just want like one or two things, and I'm done. I don't even care for it. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, guys, wear your mask. Please keep keeping the world safe and stuff because this stuff is real out here. Um, be ready to vote. Be guys, sure to please be ready to vote because this is not okay. I don't. Even, I, don't I don't want Orange Man in there. And a, we just want to pray for you know what's going on in Louisville. Of course, yeah. with Brianna Taylor and with her family and everything. Yeah, because they that that was that was fucked up. Yeah, I we didn't I didn't want to bring it up as a like a hot topic at the beginning because it's just it's it's so crazy what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. It's like it sucks because you feel like no matter how much you talk about it, you feel like the voice won't get heard. Exactly, this sucks. That's kind of how like I literally feel. I feel like no matter what we say, what we do, what we chant about, crying out, it doesn't matter because the message is still that black women don't matter. Um, black people First and aren't matter and the police are just above all of us and they can just do whatever they want. Right. So it's stupid. And my thing is, of course, people look at black people like we're scum on earth for one. But they tear down black men. But here's the worst part about it. They tear black men down, but they treat we treat black women like they don't exist. Yeah. This is life, y'all. Yeah. Your mom is black. Your daughters are black. You know, I'm talking to all the black people. Your daughters are black. Your sisters, black. whoever, your wife, girlfriend, whatever you do, people around you are black. Whether you decide to be with somebody who's of the of another race or whatnot, you grew up around black people. You are black. You came from a black woman or you came, you, your dad was black, your mom was white. Who? It doesn't matter. You still have some type of black women around you. Please vote. This goes into this Breonna Taylor thing. This goes into the, um, all this stuff. Everything that's going on right now, you know, this goes into that. I we got to get Orange Peel out of office. I'm sorry, I, I'm going to say it like that. I, I can't, I cannot deal with four more years. I'm gonna just go in a coma state oh, where no. I, my mind will be just like robotic. We're gonna have to move. If, yeah, yeah. We're just stay tuned. But anyway, we'll it's see. time to get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, thanks for hanging out with us once again. My name is Megan Jeanette, and you can find me on Instagram at Megan Jeanette. <laughs> you can. I was like, what? You can find me at gregory.k underscore on IG. Our fitness page is at Muscle Millennial. And be sure you're following us at Get It Together on Twitter, Instagram to stay connected with us. If you have any questions or anything, DM us or email us at getittogether.com and we'll read it on the show. And always remember, guys, you have a choice in how you present yourself to the world. Oh, y'all, the the merchandise, the talk is, I know I'll keep saying it, but it's not that the talk is getting real this time, but. We're actually like, I'm actually on the phone with people. So be ready for this merchandise, some rough drafts, whatever. I don't care. Send us some questions, y'all. Show us some love. All right. See y'all next week, Get Fam. Love y'all. All right, now. Bye. Bye.